Bandwidth for all shows on the Aussie Tech Heads network is supplied by Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting. For a fast, affordable and reliable Australian server with fantastic support, contact Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting at aussietechheads.com.au. Aussie Tech Heads, Australia's best hosting service. episode 359 Aussie Tech Heads and it is the 19th of September 2013. Welcome and it is brought to you by Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting and you can find some great plans on some super fast Australian servers at athwebhosting.com.au. Well the day has finally come. The day of the new iOS has finally come. So we'll be talking about iOS 7 in just a little minute with the guys and, uh, and see who has upgraded. And I can tell you there's probably only one person. That's me. Because I don't think the other guys have got an apple. <laughs> so that makes it easy, doesn't it? All right, well, speaking of those Hello. guys, I can see someone shaking his head, and that's Warlock. How you doing, Warlock? All right, be good on this top like a pirate day, I'll be you. All right, I'm all right. I forgot about that, actually. That's a terrible thing. <laughs> Shiver me timber, son. Yeah, it's International Pirate Day, and I think Shane might have something about International Pirate Day coming up in his. Uh, tell us, uh, tell us a bit about it in his little tech history. But speaking of Shane, we'll uh, say hello to him, and we'll go straight into the tech history after that. Hey, Shane, how you doing? Hey, Glenn. Hey, Warlock. Hey, everyone. How are we? Good, good. Thank you. Now, um, yeah, it's International Pirate Day, and uh, I think you have got something in your little tech history. That you do most weeks when we remember, and uh, yeah, well, well, you can, from the top you can go in any order that you like. So uh, what what have you got uh, now? We'll, we'll go from the top because it confuses me if I go backwards. <laughs> All right, Random September fourteen, no good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> September 14, 1959, After thirty three point five hours of flight, Luna two became the first human made object to strike the moon. Oh, to strike it, as in oh. to hit it. No, they went on strike. They got out these little signs and walked around petitioning. (laughs) Right. Oh, good. Yeah, like the teachers did over here. As long as they didn't (laughs) let them go. Okay, next one. (laughs) Moving on. September 16, 1985, which turned out to be the correct year. Um, Steve Jobs spent his last day as an employee of Apple after submitting his resignation to the board. Hmm, 1985 that was. I'm 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 across Steve Jobs now. I went and saw Jobs the movie last night. And, um, yeah, it's good, isn't it? You wish you get yeah. that uh, time back? No, I, I didn't mind it. I thought it was good. In fact, I came home. Ah. How, how's this? How's this? I'm, I'm, I'm right into it. I'm a fanboy now. I, watched, I went out and watched <laughs> Jobs the movie. Then I came home and I taped Jobs off ABC One. And so I watched ah. it. I watched this, uh, this B, well, it was BBC production uh, on, on ABC. So I had, like, I had about a four-hour Jobsy marathon mania going on in my head. And then, and, then, and then this morning, Kim gets up and she goes, I dreamt about Steve Jobs last night. Ah. <laughs> wow. So, so, yeah, we were, we were well into it. Well into it. And, uh, yeah, but why? You didn't like it, Waller. Have you seen it? You didn't like I it? I haven't seen it. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen it. Look, it doesn't go from, it goes from go, but it doesn't go to yep. woe. It sort of, yeah. it goes from go to woe, and that, that's about it. It stops. <laughs> what do you think of Ashton? Yeah, look, good. I, I thought he was, the visual I thought was excellent. You know, the way he, he looked like Steve, because I came home and, and I think I looked at another a picture or another something or wherever it was but it was the real steve and i'll oh, hang on a that's yep. not ashton that's the, that's the real one and i think it might have been that picture in when he had the apple think logo behind him oh yeah you know that promo picture that they yeah i thought he was good real good yeah in the in the, oh, in the cool. yeah, yeah 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 good uh yeah had no problems the story went along um i think there was only four in the cinema and so that was good. <laughs> Including you and your wife? <laughs> yes. Oh, there was a moth. There was a big moth in there. Kept, oh, kept, there you go. You know, just 
flying around. But yeah, look, I, I, I liked it. it. I got me money's worth, I suppose. I had a free ticket, so I got me money's worth. Uh, yeah, it was good. And Shane, you've seen it? Yeah, the only thing, it was good, yeah, and he looked like him and all that kind of stuff, and uh, it was a bit annoying how it ended where it ended. It didn't kind of go to the end of his life. Yeah, it, went, what, it, sto- it stopped yeah. around about the release of the iPod. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it started and stopped there. Um, yes. Because when they when it first started and he came out and then they did that flashback, I hate movies that do flashbacks. Yeah, I know. Yes. But yeah, yeah. this, one, this yeah. one was um, all right. Yeah, it starts at his talk with the release of the iPod and then at the end of his talk, it sort of just went pshoo, straight back to uh, uni days and sort of recounted the story from there. But yeah, yeah look, I, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I'd go and see. I'd see it again. Uh, look, I've also seen Pirates of Silicon Valley, which I thought was also good. And I think there's another one, another movie that's coming out from another movie house with about Steve Jobs. Yeah, another Jobs one. Sony. Yes, yes. More like the based book. on the Walter Isaacson book. I read that. Yeah, I thought this what was based on the Walter Isaacson book as well. Apparently not. No, no, no. Just the just the Sony one. They bought the rights to it, so nobody else could base mm. it on there. Mm. But yeah, look, I, I thought it was. I thought it was good. I thought. Uh, look at look. It only went. It's only screened for two weeks, if that. Probably two to three yep. weeks. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe it just wasn't popular. But you know, but for, for, for the tech heads out there, give it a shot. It was all yeah, right. I tell you what, it makes you come home all inspired. You know, like you can start these things off in your garage. Uh, it takes you down a down a little memory lane trip as well. You know, like I remember using the Apple II and the two E, the two C, and you know you start seeing all these these all these old computers that you were familiar with, and you know, and then when I come home, I was watching the the ABC one, and I thought, oh, let's let me jump on eBay. I thought I'm going to buy an Apple II. But they're a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but if it was like twenty bucks, I would have bought one for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think there's an Apple II Euro Plus and an Apple IIe, but they're a hundred bucks or so. Probably not even working. So, um, yeah, give it a miss. But yeah, no, good movie. The yeah. only thing that annoyed me after a while, it just it just grated me was um his walk. How? Yeah. I yeah. mean, Steve's got a unique walk, but I think Ashton kind of overdid mm. it. It was more like he was freaking bouncing on the moon. <laughs> well, I thought he had something up. They made a big side. deal of him supposedly walking the exact same way, didn't they? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, like, question he, is, did they really need to? <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. But look, I'd recommend. I'd get. Look, if you haven't seen, it, it's probably too late now. But go wait till it's on video. It's surely it's worth three bucks weekly for sure, or three bucks T boxy or whatever you want to look at that on. Yeah, that's all good. Uh, the Apple iTunes. Store. <laughs> well, there you go. And uh, yeah, so I got all inspired. So, you know, so I started thinking, how can I change the world? Podcasting? I don't think so. (laughs) Web hosting. Yes, come on. All right. um, Any more, Shane, for the tech history? Yeah, we've got the one that we um, touched on at the beginning of the show. September 19, which happens to be today, 1995, International Talk Like a Pirate Day. Um, Or an American in my case. Um, Was first (laughs) celebrated by John Burr. Uh, and Mark Summers, um, Captain Slappy, and the first guy was old Chum Bucket. Chum Bucket. Um, old Chum Bucket. Chum Bucket. Yeah. Get over old here, Chum Bucket and Captain Slappy. <laughs> uh, they're from uh, Albany, Oregon. Uh, what happened? They had a catch up with the. Uh, they had a what? They had a. They come up, come up with the idea on June sixth while playing uh, racquetball. Um, but it was D Day, so they couldn't pick that one. So they chose the nineteenth because it was Summer's ex-wife's birthday. Reliably <laughs> <laughs> remember it. I'm gonna get the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, there you go. So if you've seen people in the street today talking, you know, they're, they're not stupid. Uh, they might be. They might be. <laughs> they, they might be drunk, but <laughs> they might be. So uh, yeah, International Pirate Day. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Uh, that, I think that was all. You want to do any more, Shane? Or that that's that'll do you. Any others? Uh, is there any other techie type ones? No, I don't think so. Uh, I just went quickly through. Oh no, if, no, if nothing stuck in your mind, we'll. Uh, We'll move on, I guess. Nah, that's it. All right. Now, what did I do with my stories? I didn't put my, I didn't put my stories in the show notes. Well, we're going to have to do one of yours, Shane. Well, we're going to have to, we're going to, have to talk about... Uh, what extra work am I doing? Am I going to get paid overtime or what? Yeah, I've got a few <laughs> more peanuts. <laughs> you, can, you, you can have another uh, poly. How's that? 
I can I can see a bunch of stories in there from you. It says nineteenth to the ninth. Oh, I don't know where I am. Oh, I'm right at the top. Right at the top. Oh, that's where I can too. Oh, I don't know where I am these days. All right. Well, look, look. The big news is What's we might. New? Yeah, what is new? We might as well get started. Oh, look, before we do, we better thank the lounge for turning up. They turn up every Thursday night it's at, from about 7.30. They go through all the pre-show hiccups, and believe me, there are hiccups, and they, they stick with us until the, the show's on. So I think we've got a little – we've got a few in there tonight. Uh, and, I'll look, I'll, from memory, uh, we'll, we'll be, big shout-out. I think there's, uh, amongst others, Milo, Miko, PA, uh, the Super V, or whatever he's calling himself <laughs> – and uh, whoever, Red V, the Red V, Brett O's, and whoever uh, ever else is in there, welcome, welcome to the lounge. I know it that... could be the Red V, or it could be their DV. No, I'd say it's the Depending Red V. Depending on how you read it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look, today is yes. Well, look, the, the big story of the day, as everyone will know, and the big story this week is the, is of course, Apple. Uh, the iOS was released today around the world. Uh, on September the 18th. It wasn't available to us yesterday. I, I, I checked up until midnight and there was nothing. But this morning there was. <laughs> I went, oh, updates. And I went, okay, I've got to have a, have a piece of this. Uh, what happens? My update went smooth. I'll, I'll, I'll bang on a bit because I'm the only one here with an iPhone. But my update... No way. Something went good for you with an iPhone? How's that happen? It did. I know. And Nothing yeah. deleted or... <laughs> Not that I know of, no. Well, I backed up, and thanks to, uh, remember on Tuesday night, if, if for Tuesdays, those, yep. those who listened, we had a question on the Aussie Mac Zone about how to back up. So, you know, all your passwords and that come back nice and as if you've never lost your phone. Uh, to do it, you do an encrypted backup. That was the secret. That's yep. the bit I was missing. But anyway, so I did the encrypted backup. Uh, my iTunes had to update to version 11, I think it was. And then, then the iOS 7 came down it was straightforward it didn't take long at all probably would a good lesson like being on the prices right ios 7 come on down yeah it was less than uh it was less than 10 minutes easy yeah it was good it was good so yeah so the ios came down what do i think of it people are bagging it but that's what people do look i've got no problems it is as warlock calls it a bit a bit candy barish but i mean I think I'll get used to it. That is probably the only the one thing I would say about it as well. But I don't know if you guys can see this on the video. I'll try and put it up to the video for for you guys. But anyway, look, there's heaps of ah, uh, pretty. There's heaps of uh, there's heaps of uh, images. And on look the, at that parallax background when you tilt it. Parallaxial, and uh, there's heaps of images on the uh, on the web pages anyway. So yeah, so there you go. Look, there's another one there I found for you. Uh, people are saying that it's uh, bricked their bricked their phone. Uh, I didn't have any any bad luck like that. I noticed that there's no the iTunes Radio had been launched, but that's not here in Australia yet. And I think a few other things that aren't here in Australia yet. Apparently, you can get Siri to re teach Siri how to pronounce words. Uh, I haven't found out how to. No, I said it's Gary Friedman, you idiot. <laughs> oh, sorry, sir, Gary Friedman. Well, I wonder, I thought that'd be good. Be in in the street names. If they, I don't know if you can reprogram the street caller, but anyway, uh, but anyway, that's there. Now, what else have I got here for iOS seven? It's ready for download. Uh, the the new software has been designed to make the iPhone appear bigger, with uh, features crafted to take advantage of the entire screen. Text is said to appear sharper while a control center on the phone allows users to adjust settings with just one swipe up. So now you can swipe on the home page or a home screen, you can swipe up and you've got settings uh, pretty much in you guys with the Android be familiar with this. Uh, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, screen lock, and I think there's another one. So yeah. yeah, one of my friends is really happy about that for the brightness control that you get quick access to because yes. he says when you're trying to get the kids off to sleep and you're looking at your phone while you're hanging around the bedroom in there, and it, you turn it on and it's suddenly bright like this. Yep. And you're like, oh, God, quick, turn it down, turn it down. It's going to wake up the kid. And also... Like, you just flick it up from the bottom, swipe it down, and you're done. Yeah, and also, look at this. So swipe up and flashlight. There's a button for the flashlight. <gasps> no more flash app. So there you go. So that's... That's going to put a lot of people out of business. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I've, I've already that deleted... I've already deleted <laughs> my flash app. <laughs> or my light, my whatever light or whatever it is. Uh, yes, so that's uh, so that's good. That's good. Uh, this gives uh, blah blah blah. Uh, notification center is available from the lock screen, 
So users can view updates with a simple swipe. Apparently, and also Siri, you can ask Siri to send a tweet as well. Apple has also introduced AirDrop tool to share content, which is said to be fully encrypted with contacts nearby. Other new features include the Torch facility, as I just said, the new a new cleaner look for the App Store, iTunes Radio, which we haven't got, and yes, and it probably. Uh, and you could say you could say to Siri, "What's Glenn Goodman up to?" And it'll look at your Twitter feed and say, "Glenn last said blah blah blah." Yes, I know. Oh, yes, and the uh, the Twitter feed comes up. Uh, like on the on the home screen, like rather than opening up the app, if you know what I mean. Yep. So that's uh, and if that's... you swipe down from the top, you get the today screen with what's happening today. There exactly, exactly. So all in all, look, um, look, maybe it could have been more under the hood, but they've got to save something for the iPhone six, haven't they? It'll, look, Somebody I'm... said on Twitter that um, with the new. Um, Instead of having bars up the top of the screen to give you signal strengths, they got circles that are coloured in or empty and says, yes. when you see like four out of five circles, it looks like you've used up one of your lives in a game or something. <laughs> yes, well, you do have the oh, circles. I've got four lives left. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it hasn't, I have found no, uh, no, no denigration in usability. I haven't had a good play with it, but apparently there's more functions in what you can control the apps a little bit more. Uh, as in what apps you want to what you want to have access to 3G slash 4G stuff like that. So look, it's it's pretty good uh, security feature. I think Find My Phone now you can't if you password protect it the Find My Phone uh, app or whatever it, it is, works and you can get past it and have it disable it by Siri. Can you? Yeah, that's one thing that somebody mm. found out today. If you activate Siri from the lock screen without you typing in a password, you can say disable find my phone. She goes, okay. Okay, let's get like, ready cool. for it. Now <laughs> I've got this stolen phone. We can go sell it. Well, let's get ready for 7.1. <laughs> well, they've already started work on 7.01. Um, that's already getting ready to go out to developers, and then 7.1 is not far behind. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. But but these there's other again these things. But the, what I was trying to with getting at with the find my phone is that you can well if it works properly with don't bypass it through Siri is that it will you can put a password on it like your whatever you, you set a password and then you know how if you find a <laughs> find a phone in the street and in a bar yeah <laughs> on a <laughs> stool. You uh, bring it home, you plug it in, and you can just wipe it and start again. Well, apparently, you won't yep. be able, if you've got this Find My Phone passworded, you won't be able to wipe it and start again without the password. So that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, Shano, did you have any thoughts on that? On the, on the iOS um, 7? You waited until I went to get a drink to ask me a question. Oh, yeah. sorry, I wasn't watching. But yes, it sucked <laughs> in. <laughs> uh, um, no, because as you sort of said, that. I'm not an iPhone user anymore. Um, HTC One for the win. <laughs> so, oh. no, don't talk to me about that. That oh. money stuffed up during the week. For the fail. You are shame. Yeah, it died again. Like well, tell us, the, the, t- tell us about your fail. How do you keep killing your HTC One? It's not possible. Well, I thought maybe there's only two reasons why I think it, it's happening. Because they reckon that HTC's warranty is a replacement warranty. So, it's a different phone this time than what it was before, allegedly. Mm. Um, so it's either the charger that I'm using is somehow shorting it out and, and killing it or, but this time when it died, it wasn't plugged into the charger. It was doing the same thing. It would freeze for a day or two every now and again. And I thought, oh, here we go. And then, yeah, I was just at the kitchen table and, and looked at it and it, it was off and I tried to turn it on and, and nothing happened. So it's either that or it's one of the applications that I install on it and, yeah. I mean, but that wouldn't kill the phone. That would you stuff wouldn't it up software-wise. So. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't think so. Probably female if it's a bit difficult to turn on. Well, yeah, there you go. Be. And uh, <laughs> you're not doing anything <laughs> tomorrow night. <laughs> Warlock is staying in <laughs> for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, uh, yeah, well, did you have it? You had an iOS story there, Shane. I did. Um, probably more one to follow along from uh, what you were saying about the backups. It's just a story from, I think this came out of news.com.au, but I'm not 100% sure. Reminder to back up your stuff before upgrading to iOS. Uh, iOS is arriving today, as we just found out. Uh, as exciting as that may be, um, platform updates are almost always very buggy, so you should back up your thing. So if you click on the story, well, it shouldn't be that buggy. It actually gives you a, 
step by step of how to actually back it up either um, up to the cloud or through <clears throat> iTunes. Does it mention the encryption? Do you have to encrypt it? Uh, I think it might do. That's my tip of the week. <laughs> You've got to encrypt these backups. <laughs> yeah, or at least right. use iCloud. Yeah, well, no, I don't use iCloud. Well, I think the advice that's was it didn't matter what you use. I know, I think that's what you said. And uh, I then... Yeah, I always used iCloud and never had a problem. The only problem is, you know, if you wiped off your apps, it'd take forever for it to come back down again, but all my right. settings and everything was there. I even have had like a Google Calendar set up to sync to the device through a special CalDev connection, which was a pain to set up in the, um, the settings of the calendar, but um, all that just came back magically, and then suddenly all my Google Calendar appeared as well. Mm, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a few little anomalies like that. Yeah, I thought I'd lost a few things. Redownloaded the actual program, and all the, set, the settings did come back. Uh, it was just my passwords that I wanted, you know, like because I've got like my Go card, which is my travel, you know, the public transport electronic top-up card that you get. And uh, you'll have all that information in the app. And then, you know, once you, you know, you know, do I have to go and put all that in again? Uh, I had to do all that. So I've encrypted me back up. Haven't had to use it yet. And I'll see what happens when I do have to use it. But, but all in all, uh, iOS, uh, I know a few people had trouble downloading and all that. So, but I don't know, just wait, you know. It works. Worked for me. So just wait. I've updated the iPad, updated the phone, the iPhone. And, uh, and you said Warlock, the 4S, it worked on the 4S okay. Yeah, yeah, my uh, housemate bought my old 4S and he's using it fine with no problems. Okay, no, any speed uh, problems or just... just no, I had a play with it before the show just so I could have something to talk about <laughs> that I'd actually experienced the new iOS 7 and, yeah, everything seemed to be going quite fast. He's happy with it. Hmm, cool. All right. Now, uh, look, leaving that aside, that is the big news. And I think the, the iPhones, well, they're on sale the 20th of September, which is Friday. So that's yeah. Um, Telstra said on Twitter they're available from for order from two a.m. tomorrow morning online. There you go. There you go. Did I have a? There's uh, that guy who's out the front of the Apple store in Sydney at the moment. Oh, run us through that one. Is that one of your stories? No, no, not a story. I just saw today that uh, Gizmodo had gone in there earlier today and said, "Anybody lying up?" And they're like, "Nope." And so they went home and wrote a story about it. And then Apple rang them up and said, "Hey, there's a guy out the front now." <laughs> Like, oh, hi, guy out the front of the Apple oh, store. I saw, that. <laughs> I saw that toy. That's funny. But, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but uh, not like in Japan. I think I think we talked about this on the, on the Aussie Mac zone. But in Japan, there's people, well, there's about 50 people sitting out in a typhoon. In there for a week. Yeah. <laughs> a week. <laughs> a week. <laughs> Open your eyes. Smell the yeah. rain. All right. <laughs> Microsoft, you're moving. I'm moving right along. Microsoft, we, I think we briefly, I forget now, they're doing this Mac zone, I forget where we go. But I think, did we do Microsoft yep. iPad trading program? I'll just briefly. I would we'll say on this show, no. No, I'll just briefly go through this one. Uh, Microsoft retail stores. Now, this is only in the US because there aren't any uh, Microsoft stores in Australia, as far as I know. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, the They're offering a $200 gift card in exchange for a gently used iPad 2, 3, or 4. So this offer expires October 27. allows customers to use the gift card for any Microsoft Store product, uh, including the RT. Preferably a Surface Pro. <laughs> yeah, or the, or, the, or the RT or the Pro. Now, the RT runs out at $349. So then... Well, it won't be called the RT for the next one. No. No, anyway. It's going to have the, the Surface and the Surface Pro. The RT name is going to be dropped. Yeah, I think... using for customers. I, I just put this story in as a yeah a bit of a discussion point. I think, like, yep. I think they're desperate or what? Like, why would you trade yep. your iPad for a, a Surface Pro? Oh my god! Yeah, maybe the iPad One. You're crazy, man! You're crazy <laughs> in the head. Yeah, but anyway, that's that's what Microsoft are up to. So, I think the sooner this uh, this uh, what's his name who's leaving, Steve Ballmer. Ballmer. I think, yeah. Look, I, I'm I'm hopeful that things might look up when he leaves. Hopefully, you know, a bit more sensibility. Get someone younger, you know, like someone that's got a clue about what what needs to be done, what people want. You I know? think they were talking about it on Windows Weekly was they've got a um, short list of forty people. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> right. Maybe CEO. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. All right. Now, uh, have you guys heard about the Shoutcast Radio? Well, it's AussieTechRadio.com. 24-7 tech shows from Australia and New Zealand. And go and jump into it. It's AussieTechRadio.com. Now, you can go straight to that webpage and it'll start playing straight away. Or you can just search for Aussie Tech Heads in a, a Shoutcast app. And you'll be able to get the uh, the stream going quickly and lively straight through your speakers. And in that stream, you'll have great shows like ours, the Aussie Mac Zone, the uh, techwebcast.info. And if you tune in before the show every Thursday night, you will see a replay of techwebcast.info. And uh, they have uh, new guests each week, so it's quite it's quite a good little little uh, good run for your money. There, it's a free one, so that's that's excellent. Guests every week, it's. Some good conversation. Uh, but Aussie Tech Radio, that's the one, dot .com. All right. Now, where can we go? Oh, Grand Theft Auto. Are you guys into uh, games? Are you guys into that? Shane? Wallop? No, my housemate got it, so I was watching him play it before the show. He's playing it on his PS3. Seems to be quite enjoying it. Oh, yeah. Just as well, he did I saw a story today uh, that was posted on Reddit. Not really a news story or anything, because it was just on Reddit, but this guy had bought... Grand Theft Auto and left it on the back seat of his car and somebody smashed the car window Grand Theft Auto style and stole his Grand Theft Auto <laughs> CD for the game. Oh, dear, oh, dear. So it was like Grand Theft Autoception. <laughs> I stole your I used the methods from Grand Theft Auto to steal your Grand Theft Auto from you. Well, what what about the guy in London? Uh, a man who picked up one of the first copies of Grand Theft Auto at uh, 5 when the shops opened at midnight was stabbed. And robbed of the game. <laughs> That's not funny, I know. But uh, as he, he didn't die. So he was stabbed and robbed as he made his way home. Uh, he was in London. He was hit with a brick, stabbed and stripped of his mobile phone, watch, and his copy of GTA. Near, right near the supermarket. Poor, poor guy. It's, there's nothing sacred these days. I don't know. I don't know. Keep away from midnight shopping. Keep away. Keep back. Just leave it for all the... Um... Druggy guy, <laughs> drugged out guys go shopping yes. at midnight. <laughs> now, Shano, what what have you got happening? Uh, the next story I might move on to is another backup related story. Apparently, Google knows the Wi-Fi passwords of all Android users, according to a according to a security boffins claiming that software backup tools mean that a copy of everyone's Wi-Fi password history is now saved to Google servers which may mean it could be legally compelled to hand them out should a government come calling. The key issue is that Google is not only storing passwords, but it is doing so in a manner that means that it can read them if it wants to. And illustrated by the, uh, hey, as illustrated by, by the way, new Android devices can pull in your old passwords and settings from its servers once you provide your phone with a Gmail address and password which makes it easier for us to juggle two phones and three tablets, but might just mean your networks aren't as safe as, um, as you'd hoped. And the actual story has, uh, I believe, a blow-by-blow blow of um, how this kind of all works. Yeah, is it, is it, what do you, what, what do you think though? Like backup application data, Wi-Fi passwords and other settings to the Google service. Is that going to worry you? Not me. Well, I'm happy for the convenience of being able to, you know, same as with you recovering your Apple stuff. You know, you're happy that it's all back there and safe. Um, Google's got all my emails anyway <laughs> and yeah, exactly. a lot of my other uh, information. So, you know, I don't think having my Wi-Fi password means that Google's going to be giving it to uh, Tony Abbott so he can get some free Wi-Fi and download yeah. some torrents from us. And I think I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Warlock. I mean, like, if you're not happy with it, don't do it. Don't use the service. Like, just don't do it. Like, what's hard about that? If you're not happy with it, you just don't use it. Well, I've got, yeah, I've got no dramas. Like, people kicking up a stink about just going back to the iPhone there for a minute for the fingerprint scanner. You know, they, they, they don't believe that it's not some information is not going to go back to the... I, I, the Apple so bullet fingerprint scanner. If you're that worried, you don't have to use it. It's just an extra option for you. That's right. Exactly. Disable it. Uh, and some people, well, what did I hear? I think it might've been a, a conversation I did hear on the, on the tech webcast just before the show where they were saying, you know, if you get up, if you jump out of your seat in a hurry off the train and you leave your, your phone there, well, well, people won't hang on. How did that conversation go? Oh, I don't know. 
something about that. But they're talking about um, how, how oh, she didn't, one of the girls on the show didn't like the fingerprint scanner. She preferred the, the numerical input. And, and um, they said, well, the fingerprint scanner, I forget what the, sorry, I forget what the, that argument was. Sorry about that. Anyway, let's sounded go. pretty good. Anyway, it's going <laughs> to go somewhere. It did sound pretty. Go and listen to the tech webcast. That's right. Uh, uh, this week, and uh, you'll hear that. You'll hear that argument. It just it fell out of my mind. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, yeah. So Shane, you don't. You got no problems backing stuff up to Google. Uh, um, no, I don't. But like you said with the iPhone thing, um, now you had to, or you had the option of um, encrypting it. Whereas I don't know whether. There's no. I'm. I'm just looking at my phone now, and there's no kind of option to sort of say, "Do you want this encrypted?" As getting backed up, or is it just backing well, Glenn, up? Glenn is backing up locally only. He's not backing up to the cloud, which is where all our stuff is on the Google devices automatically. Well, I have, okay, so I have backed up to. The we don't have an iTunes. We don't have an iTunes or something to back up. Is what I mean. Whereas mm. yours is encrypted locally. If yours yes. went to the Apple servers, it would be encrypted between here and there. But mm. is it encrypted at the other end? We don't know, and it's got to come back with all your stuff. So. Yeah, but I mean, what? I don't. I don't work for the military. I'm not a spy. So, um, what are they? Well, I think a lot of this that, has been just um, come up with this guy has connected his connected his phone to the Google servers while on 3G, and then it says, "Would you like us to download everything?" And it goes, "Yep," and away it goes. Now, he hasn't had any proof of whether the data is encrypted between his phone and the Google servers, I'd say it probably is for security. And also it could be encrypted on the hard drive at the other end, in which case it uses a key that the phone and the uh, server know that's probably based on your uh, username at gmail.com account. So once you type in your credentials there, it uh, sends down a code so that it can decrypt it to your phone and sends down encrypted stuff which arrives on your phone decrypts from the other end or something like that, you know. Just yeah. because you get it back in the state that you set it before with all your passwords and stuff doesn't mean it's not encrypted on their servers on the way through and or on the phone. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's nothing really that I've got on my phone that I'd really cry about if someone found it or got into it. Um, I suppose what it's more more likely what people are upset about is, say, maybe people uh, like hackers and that getting it you know, untowardly and then maybe using it just to either annoy you or to just see what they can get with that sort of stuff. It's not that yeah. what Google... Problem, problem with his theory is he thinks because these Wi-Fi passwords just automatically came to their phone, then it must be encrypt, unencrypted because how would the phone be able to read it? Well, I'd say there'd be a key handshake between your phone and the Google servers and it authorizes based on, authenticates based on your username password for your Google account and then it's encrypted on their server it's encrypted on the way down and it's encrypted on your phone. So there's yep. nothing to worry about. It's all a non-issue. Yeah. All right. If it's non-issue, we'll move on to Google has just bought a way to transfer data from phone to phone. Who wants that one? Shano. Continue? Yes, please. <laughs> yes, Google has just bought the coolest way to transfer data from phone to phone. Remember Bump, that nifty little app that uh, let you transfer data from phone to phone or phone to computer? With a handy little NFC free bump, well now it belongs to Google. Basically, they Google have gone along and bought the actual company that um, owned and made Bump. Uh, it goes on to say that it's always been um, a little bit of a novelty, mainly because of um, most variations uh, like those built in for the Samsung's Galaxy phones, rely on NFC to get the job done. Bump instead just uh, relies on both users having the Bump app. So I don't know whether that does it over. We well, can't do it over. Can't do it over NFC because that used to be an um, an iPhone app. And... No, NFC is not a transfer of information protocol, really. So it would be um, Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. Bluetooth? Yeah. Um, Wi-Fi anyway, would be Bluetooth for otherwise. Yeah. So it goes on to say that. So do you have uh, to do you have to uh, pair the both devices before you you bump, or do they pair when you bump? Does anyone know? So I'd both have to have the Bump app enabled and then you would pick what you want to transfer from the application and then bump them together and it would transfer through. I had the same thing when I got my HTC One. You go to the website and 
while you're setting it up, it says, do you have data on another device? Just click here and we'll automatically transfer all of your settings from your old device to your new one and set up the new device exactly the same as the old one, if you like. So this is just Google getting the same kind of functionality that HTC has had. Mm. And they're looking at putting it into vanilla Android. Well, that's the rumor. It won't be long before it goes straight into uh, Might as well, yeah. That way you've got it across all of your devices. Yeah, well, if they're bought it, they might as well. What I don't like is you can't get rid of FaceTime off the iOS. You can't delete Apple apps. <laughs> Very, I'm disturbed with that because <laughs> I don't want it. Yeah. Funny that. <laughs> another, another interesting story, speaking of uh, Android, is Cyanogen Mod who makes the modded uh, ROMs for Android that lets you run more of the later versions of Google OS on your older devices. Just got an uh, created... So Energy Mod Incorporated company and got an injection of seven million dollars. Wow, wow, yeah, I, I saw it. There's a bunch of bunch of modding guys, you know, trying to shoehorn newer versions onto old devices that only had like gingerbread on there, and now it's a big company. Mm. Way to go! Well, I I put uh, Cyanogen Mod. I think it's up to ten. I haven't got the phone here anymore. My old Samsung, God bless it, the old Samsung Galaxy S first version. And, uh, yeah, because the, God knows it was a piece of crap. And uh, the Cyanogen mod made it sort of work a little bit better. But, uh, geez, it was a piece of crap. But, uh, yeah, so good on them. That, well, that's good. That's good. It's good to see people uh, getting seven millions. That'll keep them in bread and beer for a while. Just speaking of um, vanilla versions of Android and that, the lone phone that I've got this time around is um, the Samsung Google Nexus. So that's a vanilla version of, of Android. Oh, Nexus 4. Nice. And yeah, and um, it's good actually. I, I don't mind the vanilla version, and and you know, without all the other crap that the, either the HTC One has or or Samsung usually has. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you can get the um, vanilla OS for your HTC One if you want to install it on there now. Oh, okay. Yeah, brought it out. From you lose from... a few of the uh, really cool um, camera features and stuff like the Zoe's and all of that. But if you don't really care about that, you can just download it, install it. There's a guy. Also, who's creating an app for the HTC One called Switch, which will let you install both the HTC version of Android and the Google uh, Plain ASP version, and you can just uh, switch between them. In the in the uh, on most devices with Android, if you want to switch to a different one, it uh, completely wipes the device and installs a new ROM, and then you have to restore all of the applications. But this app. This guy is writing specifically, you can just um, switch out the ROMs from one to the other and you keep all your apps and all your settings and everything else stays the same. So you can dual boot your phone? Yes. Mm. But a real dual boot, which you can't do with any other Android, just the HTC One. Yeah, right. That's all right. Mm. That's pretty good. I'll play with that if my HTC One ever you know, keeps going long enough. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And Shane, do another one while you're, you're hot the trot. All right. Uh, I've still got that cold that you gave me the other night over the internet. Oh, I think everyone's got it. Everyone's crook up here. with antivirus going. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll download Norton's Not. <laughs> you don't want McAfee's after what that guy's been sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guy talking about, uh, I don't know, beer? Did you see that YouTube video? <laughs> oh, I must be thirsty. Did you see the YouTube video about the guys who hooked up all the kegs? To the guy's tap, his friend's tap. Yeah, that was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I think it was New Zealand. Maybe he doesn't have any kids. I had a drink out at Daddy's tap, and now I feel very weird, like David at the dentist. Yeah, there's a, the video going. Real life. <laughs> I think they're New Zealanders. I think if you want to catch it, I think it's on. Uh, it's on YouTube, I guess. I think I saw it on the Nine MSN actually, but I'm pretty sure it'd be oh. on a YouTube because it went viral, and it was yeah. quite funny. They waited for the old mate to go out for work and they snuck around they put under rolled in full kegs under his house and roundabouts and they must have oh, counted i must have counted four or five kegs hooked up every tap in the house so when it was turned on uh beer came out <laughs> so he came home un- unbeknownst to him and i uh, i think his wife goes what's that coming out of the tap when she goes to wash her hands and he goes i don't know he goes and he goes puts his hand under it he goes what is that he goes oh it's beer <laughs> <laughs> Imagine when his wife has a shower in the morning. I mean, a lot of women use beer for shampoo because it's supposed to be good for your hair and make it silky. But I think you have to wash it out after. Oh yeah, soap up, soap up, and uh, oh, and a special little shout out to one of our listeners in the lounge right now, uh, Miko, who who advises that. Um, 
on Talk Like a Pirate Day and probably every show that he watches the show in the raw. So hi, Miko. I uh, hope you're having fun. <laughs> All right. Just keep the webcam turned off. <laughs> I'm glad it's not Google Hangout. Well. <laughs> no pun intended. Don't let your Google Hangout. <laughs> All right. On, onwards and upwards, hopefully, Shane. I don't know about upwards, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> do the it took four... as long to get by the X-rated tonight. Do the little 4G the one. Do the 4G yeah, story. Tells reportedly testing 450 megabit per second 4G network. According to the Australian Financial Review, the nation's largest telco is quietly uh, toiling away on a 4G network that would allow under the right circumstances, in other words, one phone only, um, to download speeds uh, at a blistering 450 megabits per second. The telco will reportedly achieve the speeds by deploying its LTE Advanced LTEA network, complete with uh, carrier ag- aggregation. Um, we already know that Telstra is testing LTEA on its network, but we're as yet to um, unsure. Yeah, unsure when we might get the uh, access to the normal consumers. LTEA is a system that lets telco combine both 1800 megahertz and 900 megahertz spectrums to create one network spectrum. When someone moves deeper into the rural area, they shift from being on the larger spectrum over to the 900 megahertz spectrum to ensure constant coverage. So what are they saying? Is it just because it changes frequency that the the speed will change or how's it, how's it work? Well, it's getting, um, it's like two networks in one. So you're going to be receiving your data through the 1800 and the 900 at the same time. So, yeah, but if you're in the country and then you just drop to the 900, well, then wouldn't you, you speed, speed drop? Yeah. <laughs> See, Abbott was right. Who needs the NBN when you get 450 meg down on your 4Gs? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, just, I had to laugh when, uh, as that story went, that Telsh has been toiling. What, what, are they are they Smurfs or something? Oh, yo, oh. <laughs> ho hum, ho hum. It's off the work, or we go, or whatever it is. <laughs> it's been a while since. I ho, I ho. Oh, it's been a while, Shane. Been a while. All right, so it's um, been a while since he's had a hi ho. Yeah, I believe uh, not that anyone's going to hear me because I believe that the stream is the live stream is buffering really bad. So apologies if you if you can sort of yeah, but it was nothing to do with us. <laughs> Because I was pushing it out all right. So apparently it must be Ustream. So, yes, we're going to have to get another another vehicle uh, for this because Ustream does does work against us a lot of the time. I'm not, I'm not sure why. Maybe everyone's downloading <laughs> iOS 7. Maybe that's what the problem is. But I don't know. Yeah, but yeah we'll, we'll run with that. But uh, apologies for the, the stream. You just have to download it, uh, the video version on iTunes. Did you know there was a video version, everyone? There is a video version on iTunes. It is only standard definition. And there is also a version on YouTube. If you want to subscribe to the, the video, just uh, look for the Aussie Tech Head video in iTunes. Away you go. Now, What a segue. That was awesome. I hardly <laughs> even noticed it. I know. I'm, I'm getting good at it. Now, uh, via, via, via GoGo. Via GoGo. Have you heard of that, Warlock? Via GoGo. Not really. No. Well, <laughs> Shane, have you heard Were of that? Were they a band in the 1970s? <laughs> No, no, I haven't heard of it. No, in the fifties, no, no. Now, I, now I never heard of these, these mo- this mob either. But uh, I'll tell you what they're all about. They're launched in Australia this week. Viagogo.com is a ticket resale website where people buy and sell tickets for sold out and high demand concerts and sporting games. So it's oh, just, a scalper company. Yeah, it's a, it's a scalping site, <laughs> which I thought was illegal. scalping site. Yeah, that's right. I thought it was illegal, but anyway. And it's designed to secure uh, marketplaces. Sellers only receive payment after the buyer has attended the event. So that's fair enough. Uh, scalpers took tickets out of the hands of genuine fans by jumping in and buying up large amounts of tickets when they were first offered for sale. Now, when tickets to the first three days of the Sydney test were officially sold out within two hours in July. Can you believe that? Two hours. Hours the Sydney test. When's that on? That's uh, New Year's, just after New Year's, isn't it? The new yeah. So, well, the test is so good. And that'd be the last test, wouldn't it? That is the last mm-hmm. test. So yeah. So the Ashes could be up for grabs. So uh, yeah. So hundreds of tickets were offered for sale on via via GoGo via GoGo within hours. So naughty people. 
trying to do naughty things and rip people off. Tickets with a face value of $130 were being offered for sale for $256. So Mr. Poulter, and uh, Mr. Poulter is from the Australian Cricket, uh, said uh, uh, Cricket Australia could probably command higher prices for the Ashes, but we set prices for fans, not fat cats, which is fair enough. (laughs) So that's probably fair enough. But uh, I don't know. Look, it's good if you have tickets and you can't get can't get to the show and you need to sell them. But it's just a legal, it's a legal way of scalping, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's a, a consensus on that. Jane, what do you think about that? Bye, go, uh, go. Yeah, I I agree. Um, it, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. I, I can understand the safeguards in there, and that you know that you don't get payment. The person selling the ticket doesn't get payment until the person who's got the ticket goes to see whatever it is. Mm. Um, but I don't know how you kind of prove that that's happened or not. But you can sell these things on eBay now, anyway, as far as I know. So um, I don't should know. do I well for buy a go go as well because. Um, if I buy tickets off you, but I, the uh, thing I'm going to is not for a couple of weeks or so, they bank that money and make some interest on it while it's sitting there until you go to it. Mm. And then they give you your money and whatever money they've made in the meantime. Ka-ching. Yeah, so anyway, but that, that look, you've got, I think they've had, they've got everything now. They've got cricket, uh, they had Beyonce tickets, they've got, uh, uh, I think I saw the boss on there, boss tickets on there. So look, there's, Apparently, obviously, just quite a few things. It's uh, it's caused a bit of a stir over in Europe, and I'm sure it's going to cause a bit of a stir over here. But professional-looking website, and uh, but you know, at the end of the day, if you can't get tickets and you and you really want to go and see someone, you know who to blame. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, the, the scalpers. Go and see via GoGo. All right. Um, what else, Shane? Have we got anything else from you? Or you're you're about? Uh, or you got one more? No, we got one more. Take it away. Not bad. Uh, it's come to light that the NSA has impersonated Google and possibly other big websites in order to intercept, store, and read um, supposedly secure online communications. Mother Jones, whoever this is, reports Mother. that the agency manager, Who? Mother Jones, Mother, has managed as in, to... As in M-O-T-H-E-R? Yeah. yeah. Mother Jones. Mother Jones. It, yes. Oh, Mother Jones. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, old, old Mother Jones. She doesn't like it. She sits up there on the computer tapping away. She don't oh, good old Mother Jones. You eh? naughty little NSA doing the pretending you're the Googles. What's going on here? Oh, what, what else? What's Mother uh, Jones? Mother Jones is a leading, leading independent news organisation featuring investigative and breaking news reporting. Oh, Mother Jones yeah, yeah. describes how the hack works. There's a link to it. Sorry, Shane, you you keep going. You keep going with your little blurb. Uh, So anyway, Mother Jones reports that the agency managed to do this by man-in-the-middle attack, um, attacks which are often used by high-class hackers. Um, PowerPoint slides made public by Brazilian News Channel um, also suggest the technique is used by the UK-based GCHQ. Mother Jones describes the hacking and how it works, as Glenn said. Um, According to the document, NSA employees... Log into an internet router, most likely one used by the internet uh, service provider uh, or a backbone network. It's not clear whether this was done as a permission or or knowledge of the um, of the router's owner. Once logged in, the NSA redirects the target traffic to um, to an man in the middle thing uh, site that acts stealthily and intermediately, harvesting uh, communications before forwarding them to their intended destination. Oh, Mother Jones. I wonder if she's got any relation to old Mother Hubbard. Keeps keeps the passwords in the cupboard. <laughs> but when she but when NASA got there the cupboard was bare. <laughs> oh poor old Mother Hubbard. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Are we all getting a bit too serious about all this sort of stuff? Like, really? Every five seconds there's we're worried about the NSA, we're worried about the the coppers, the FBI, this, this, this fingerprints on your Apple device. Yeah, this is just the world we live in, you know. Google stealing your Wi-Fi so they can download torrents in your house while you're not there. <laughs> you watch it, you know, when you watch these old shows and something, it makes you think, what did we do before we had a mobile phone? 
and you sit down and watch these old shows, you know, from the 70s or the 80s or whatever, and they say, uh, now, if you want me, I'll be at such and such a place. And then when they go there, they'll go, now, if anyone rings me <laughs> looking for me, I'll just move on to such and such a place. And you go, yeah, that's what we used to do before phones. And, you know, if you rang someone's house and they weren't, and they didn't answer, you, you, like nowadays, you go off on a, on a panic. Something's happened. They're being shot. They're dead in the house. Ah! <laughs> but, you know, before they go, oh, they're not home. We'll just wait next day. No, oh, I must be on holidays. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no worries at all. But now it's bloody, oh, my God. They haven't God. updated Facebook in the whole day. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, they're dead somewhere in a ditch getting eaten by pirates. <laughs> you see what happened over in the U.S. when uh, the police force were testing out some new sonar equipment this week. They found some passwords. They found two <laughs> uh, old cars in the river. Oh, yeah, there's dead people in it, yeah. Yep. There was, uh, from the 1950s, there was a, a Chevy that was lost, uh, had three teenagers that had gone missing. Nobody knew whatever happened to them, and it turned out that they'd uh, taken, uh, they'd gone around the corner too fast or something, ended up in the lake. And then another car from 1969, another Chevy, they also found with uh, three people in it that had gone missing and nobody knew what had happened to them. So yeah, right. They're just out there testing out their so new sonar equipment. Let's see what happens. We'll aim it down here. Oh, there's a car there. Oh, there's another one. Oh, we just solved two crimes. Bingo. Oh, the good old sonar equipment. Now, look, can I, can I just, just um, hark back to Grand Theft Auto? Because there's something I forgot to tell you. It's, uh, it's pretty popular. Now, there's a copy of it in uh, Warlock's house. And although he's not a... I don't think he plays it, but his, his flatmate does. But uh, Take-Two Interactive Software said on Wednesday that the GTA Five delivered the highest first-day retail sales of any title. In the history yep. of the company, and the grand eight hundred million dollars in one day, eight hundred <laughs> more, eight hundred and fifty nine point six one Australian million. That's uh, Not bad. Yeah, I wonder how much they pay their coders. But how, how long would that take to code? Well, look, that'd take you a couple of years, wouldn't it? Well, they use code yeah. snippets from previous projects, and like they've got the the, the shell of the game. Is that how probably it not because the technology changes that fast, and the uh, game engines change that fast. They would probably have to start from scratch each time. Wow, wow! But that's that's a a lot of coin, isn't it? That is a lot of coin. Now another probably my one of my last. Well, that is my last story actually. Uh, Telstra Big Pond. Now they're they're going to suppress malware. Telstra by implementing suppression technology, no less, for its big pond broadband network from October. The Telstra revealed today that the suppression technology is designed to stop malware-infected devices from being able to communicate with a command and control server. Oh, I love it. The protection technology stops this by blocking any attempts by the computer to access servers, to access servers known to be operated by cyber criminals. Telstra cited research from a cybersecurity site showing about 6% of home computers are infected with botnet malware. Now, apparently other ISPs are doing this. Have we got any issues with that? Warlock, you got, you got any foil, tin foil hat no, issues? I think it's a good idea yeah, to block off too. botnets. Microsoft took down a huge one um, just a year or so ago, and just recently somebody tried to um, sneak some bad code into some uh, Minecraft add-ons for the servers that would turn your server into a botnet, so it's good that people stop this kind of thing from happening. Yeah, why can't? How did they? How did Microsoft stop that little botnet? Do you know? Like, what sort of? How did they? How did that work? You any idea? Well, they they had uh, well the computers they could detect which ones through the ISPs were connecting to certain ports on certain servers, and they got the ISPs and everybody together to block those ports, and so the uh, servers were no longer accessible. Oh, and they right. found out who was running the servers. Why can't they like release their own, say, virus? That because they know like all these, you know, the 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 antivirus softwares, like they know what the viruses are, and you know you can find out on the, you can even uh, go to their web pages and stuff. If you want to remove them manually, they'll tell you how to remove them manually. So why can't they release their own little worm that travels around, and when it sees the virus, just nutes it? Because the law says that you're getting into somebody else's computer and it's illegal to access somebody else's computer digitally for any reason, even if you're saving them from somebody else who's already accessed it or something. Right. 
Well, is that, is that something that you that we can change? Like, is that do you think that's feasible, or you think that the security nuts or and the and the tit, and the tut tut police they they're not going to like that, are they? They'll go off about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll just have to live with botnets and get rid of them yourself. But look, yep. there's a good site, and I know you guys. Oh, you know, he's been great intelligent and up up with it tech heads would probably know but there's a site that i know of that is really really good for virus like telling you about viruses and how to get rid of the real pesky ones and it's called i'm i'm pretty sure it's called mybleepingcomputer.com you guys heard of that site yeah so, i've seen it a couple of times yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know. yeah if i've ever had a virus it is really really hard to get rid of and it's or it's just something it's, you know it's just not happening for me this uh my bleeping computer will it has saved my bacon on numerous times. So it's not a bad site. Tells me, no, it just tells you, like, use this tool for this virus, use that tool for this virus, and so forth. So if, that, if that's not a tip of the week, I don't know what is. Don't bet on the races. There's another one. Yep. All right. <laughs> best thing I've seen, too, is uh, Microsoft Security Essentials. Best antivirus and best any malware. Yeah. yeah that's right. Oh, I'm glad to hear you say that because that's what I use. I can't see why you have to pay for a antivirus. First thing you install on a new computer? Yep. 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 And look, I, I have paid for another the antivirus or malware. I, I paid for malware bytes. I think they both work hand in hand pretty good. Uh, I know what the the security essentials misses that the malware bytes will pick up pretty much straight away. And it's a live protection. And I, yeah, it's good. I, I got malware bytes after I had a lot of web page problems you know and uh, i'm i'm pretty sure that the the security essentials was actually bypassing some so but anyway i use those two things working hand in hand uh but yeah I, people people uh, bag security essentials but you know it's made by microsoft who, who the hell's gonna be able to fix your if windows better than microsoft all right cool cool all right shano anything else shano i think we're i think we're coming to the end of the of the tether no, I'm done. No, this is my second last week. Next week's my last week, and then I'm off for about three or four weeks. Yeah, right. Getting excited. And this is my last week, so I'm off for the next two weeks. Oh, okay. Well, we better organise some some other hosts then for next week. I'm wondering. Oh, I met us. What, what's happened to host this week? Uh, Will he's at work, <laughs> and uh, I think Eric's doing some exercise. But uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's not with Miko. Well, Eric to get his priorities straight, man. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Be a jumping jacks after the show. <laughs> he watches the show while doing his jumping jacks. <laughs> oh, that was him sneezing. No, no, it was Shane. Look, there he is. Uh-huh. Sorry about that. <laughs> he needs the antivirus too. All right, so, uh, yeah, there we go. All right, cool. So don't forget the ATH web hosting. It's a Australian service. It's fast, reliable, and you just install over 200 applications for free at probably, I don't know, three clicks, less than five anyway, most of them. Uh, Joomla, WordPress, Drupal. Drupal. <laughs> Whatever you know, takes your fancy. All that uh, you can, I think, even Magento e-commerce. There's oh, heaps of e-commerce. Open Cart. There's um, another few, and I think there's a few people that have uh, spoke to me about their favourite ones over the over the times. But you know, you you can just uh, do anything. You've, there's survey programs. I think Lime Surveys there. Uh, you can. There's there's heaps of stuff. Look, I'll get a screen grab one week, and we'll just go through it just quickly. A couple of them, mate. Eh? There's over two hundred of them. Craig, there's a uh, yeah, and there's uh, there's one. Um, oh, I'm not sure what it's called, but it's like an ad server. So you know, if you're into in, if you're into some sort of marketing company, and you don't want to go through the Google ad servers or whatever, you think oh, I want to do my own ads. Well, you can. There's, there's an ad server software that you can install on your server. You pump up, make up all your your marketing programs for different and sites and charging and. How many impressions and pays per clicks and oh, it's Open X, is it? Is it Open X? I think it might be Open X. But there's heaps of that stuff sure, there. Why not? Yeah, why not? Over two hundred, over two hundred, over two hundred. Done about. Now, that. how much would you pay? Yeah, and they're all free to install. All right, so we better get out of here. So that's it. So good stuff. All right, thanks everyone. Uh, thanks, Warlock. We'll see you, you next week. Arr, we'll see you in a couple of weeks, no, mate. you're off for two. You're off for two, aren't you? Is that right? Arr, that'd be right. All right. And Shane, you're here next week, but then off for and two. And then I'm off. All so right. I won't see Warlock for about 
five or six weeks, probably. Oh, well, we'll send you a photo of him. Um, yeah, do that. <laughs> Get on your background of your phone. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, everyone. Thanks, Lounge. Uh, I think the stream was played up a bit tonight, so if you've managed to stick with us, thank you. And uh, if you haven't, well... So hello if you're watching on the recorded replay. All right, good stuff. Show notes on the webpage, aussietechheads.com.au. Other stuff there. Everything that we talk about is up there. Uh, if new Aussie Tech News on the Twitter, follow at Aussie Tech News if you want news stories plopped into your Twitter feed about three every half an hour. Breaking news stories, top top champagne, top ten. Oh, champagne news stories in your Twitter account. Three apps of the week, apps of the day. Oh, Facebook. <laughs> Thanks, Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Aussie Techheads. YouTube.com forward slash Aussie Techheads. Oh, it's all going paper. on, isn't it? The paper. Uh, AussieTechheads.com.au forward slash paper. That's right. I haven't spoken about that for a while, but it's a nice little paper. That you, oh, get on your iPad. Beautiful. Beautiful. Especially on the new candy look. Uh, it's uh, all, all topics. Business, tech, whatever. And it's all gathered in and presented to you in a, in a, in a paper-style app that you can just swish and swash and do all that sort of stuff. Okay. All right. <laughs> Until next week. Bye for now. Ta-da. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah.